Spring cleaning, it's not just for the closet anymore. We take organization digital on this episode of Live Happy Now. The ancient Greeks defined happiness as the joy you feel moving towards your potential. To think about positive psychology, it's a science. And it's actually younger than the internet, believe it or not. The reality is that social connection is, in the research, the greatest predictor we have of long-term happiness. You have some factors in your control that can promote the health and resilience and growth of your absolutely most important asset, which is your brain. And so it all comes down to understanding ourselves. There's a way for all of us to succeed, but, but it might take different things. We're all looking for the same thing, and that's a way to bring a little bit more joy to our day. Join us as we look at the many different paths that lead us to that happy place. This is Live Happy Now. Hello and greetings and welcome to another edition of the Live Happy Now podcast. I'm your host, J.R. Houston. Thrilled as always to be here and extremely excited that wherever you are in the world, however you may be listening, you are making us a part of your day. We're also excited that more of you are picking up copies of Live Happy magazine. It's available wherever fine magazines are sold. It's also available in the digital edition. You can get it in the Google Play or the Apple Store and get all of the special features that come with the digital edition. And we're talking digital things today. It's specifically electronics and the hardware and how it can really pile up with things getting obsolete faster and faster. We're always searching for the new thing, but we're often not getting rid of the old thing. And that's why we brought in Amy Blankson. Now, she is widely recognized as a leading expert on the connection between positive psychology and technology. In fact, she's so widely recognized that two presidents have recognized her. George H.W. Bush and Bill Clinton thought enough of her to name her a point of light. And we're hoping she can shed some light on cleaning up our own electronic footprint. Well, Amy, a, a couple of things before we really uh, dive into the meat of what we're going to discuss. We're happy to have you here at Live Happy. We love your brother, Sean Acor, whose name I'm totally dropping here just for uh, uh, fun and reference. Uh, and your sister-in-law, Michelle Galen. Look at that. We're going to have to clean up all these names. But we're so excited to have you here and very excited to have uh, your first column in this uh, upcoming issue of uh, Live Happy magazine. Welcome. Welcome on board. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be here. <laughs> well, like I said, we're very excited to uh, for that. And I'm excited to talk to you about this uh, digital spring cleaning, which uh, ties into the article in the magazine. And I I'll be honest, you know, I'm kind of in that generation where gadgets were, you know, fresh and new and, and smartphones weren't a thing when I was coming up, but cell phones kind of were. And so I, I can I remember the evolution of the cell phone and the tablet and the laptop. And we all wanted the new thing. Thing. We didn't always want to get rid of the old thing right away. And so you look at our house and there's, you know, old uh, tablets that nobody's using anymore. There's three or four uh, phones ago are still sitting in a box somewhere. You recommend cleaning these things up, getting rid of them. Wh why? What's the value in that? Absolutely. So I think that we tend to get into the spirit of spring cleaning around springtime. The air is fresh. You want to freshen up your house. And typically that involves uh, sorting through and decluttering everything but your electronics. And part yeah. of the reason I think that happened there was because for so long we have seen technology as one of those high value items that you hang on to just in case, right? Because you never right. know technology is changing so fast and it keeps changing even faster. What if you need that really random cord from that old 
um, gigantic boulder size camcorder <laughs> from the 1980s. Yeah. You know, you just never know. <laughs> um, and so what happens is that uh, many people I speak to, including myself, have amassed these drawers of uh, wires that I call the Tet Graveyard. They're just mm. um, these corners that we prefer to not look at. We prefer to just keep just in case and to not do anything with. And so I really started tackling this idea of figuring out how do we deal with this increasing speed of technology, the increasing influx of new hardware, now that things are accelerating every year, there's something new. You change out your phone, you change out your laptop, like you said. What are we going to do with all of this stuff? We have to have a system. We have to do something better. Um, and part of that is making space for the future. Maybe sure. looking into using those spaces for something that you really care about and want to do with because space is a premium. And also making space for new technology in our lives. Um, and so as I started to do that, I really started thinking through how do we create that system? How do we make it foolproof and easy and automatic just like the rest of our decluttering is? So that's part of what I talk about in the book. Absolutely. And that, uh, that book is, uh, is coming out soon when we're going to be referencing that a lot. So, uh, get ready for that and definitely be on the lookout for when that book comes out. Uh, one thing too for me is that I sometimes think back to when I first got, like I can tell you I've got a phone that was three phones ago. And I think, well, I paid a lot of money for that. Uh, <laughs> it's still got some utility, but not really. Uh, and I'm holding right. on to it. What What is the step to get over these, the, the first step to getting over that mental block of, well, maybe there's some, some use or some value to these things? Absolutely. So I call that feeling that you're experiencing the gut syndrome, which is the guilt over things. <laughs> and we have this because we spend a lot of money on some of these gadgets, like you said, mm -hmm. or because we're emotionally attached. Or a really big reason for a lot of people is that they are concerned about the security of their personal information uh, or their data, and they oh. don't know how to get rid of it. Now, I know for a fact, as I was writing the book, I tried to use some of these strategies and tactics myself, and I discovered in my house that I had four laptops. Four, four Apple MacBook laptops that wow. I felt like I had spent a lot of money on. Someone was going to get some use out of. I just needed to get the data off, and then I would be able to transfer it over to someone else who needed it. Um, the only problem I ran into, though, is that one, I had dropped down the stairs, so I couldn't get the screen on. And <laughs> the other one, the charger didn't work, so I'd have to order a new $80 battery. And another one, I felt like the, the operating system was so old, I couldn't figure it out. And here I am, a fairly tech-savvy person, and I started wondering, how does the average Joe figure out how to deal with some of these things? And particularly uh, for folks like my parents' generation who are not as tech-savvy, um, why aren't there services how, out there to help make this easier, and how do, we, how do we make it more foolproof? And so some of the things I suggest in here, um, so number one, just digging in um, to make two piles. So pull out your drawer. Take everything out. Um, I'm a big fan of Marie Kondo who talks about the magic of tidying up. And she mm -hmm. she often talks a lot about how important it is to just take everything you have and put it in the middle of the floor so you can see the quantity of junk. And it helps you be so disgusted with the quantity that you're like, okay, now I'm ready to get rid of something. So <laughs> sure. I think that's really helpful. Um, so set it all out and then start going through um, absolutely need it or don't need it. Absolutely need it and don't need it. Um, and for the things that you want to keep, uh, then you can go back and organize it. But for the things that you don't want to, um, one of the best ways that I think to figure out how to get rid of um, some electronics is to check out esteward.org. 
it's a website that is um, it's across the nation, and it will give you information about what you can recycle, how you can recycle it, and where to recycle it in your own local neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And it's a nonprofit organization, so you you can trust it a little more that they're not trying to make money off of you by recycling your computer, your your old cell phone. And sometimes they're able to repurpose it to use it for people that actually could use it. Um, I heard that there's a cell phone program that you can actually use to help um, women who are domestic violence uh, survivors to be able to get out of dangerous situations. So wow. things like that make you say, okay, you know, I've been hanging on a cell phone in case my kid needs it someday when they're 16, even though that's 10 years from now and technology will be obsolete <laughs> and they'll hate me for it anyway. Right. <laughs> um, instead, here's this other great option where I can really do something that matters to someone else. And so that helps you with the gut syndrome to let go just a little bit. Um, the other service I've really found is um, actually through Best Buy of all places. Um, huh. Best Buy offers not only to help you get rid of data that you can't figure out how to get rid of, they'll also sometimes pay you for your electronics. And they'll also um, recycle them if they can't pay you for them. And you can go online to their service, and actually, before you ever go into the store, you just tell them what you have, it's your serial number. They'll give you a quote of what they think it's worth, and then you can go into the store after you think it's worth it. So those two strategies I found to be really helpful Sure. Um, to kind of move beyond the next step there. Um, and the other thing I have is uh, I would suggest is that a lot of our tech graveyard is memory-related. It is so strongly tied to photos and videos, and mm -hmm. a lot of them are in one technology ago, meaning, you know, they're not digital. They might be an analog video or a height video or one of the, the old uh, strips, uh, strip film clips that my parents still have. Um, and they're, <laughs> they're precious, but they're turning yellow. They're getting aged, and there's something valuable that we want to catch on to. And I write in the column uh, for Live Happy about how, um, so many of us have good intentions for taking care of those memories and doing something with them someday. And sure. I just want to encourage people who are listening out there, stop stop putting it off for another day before your films and your photos get any older. Put them in a box. Take them to a service like Walmart or Costco that now offers digitization so cheaply. Um, and just sure. deal with it in bulk. I think it's worth the time and effort. Um, unless you have hours and hours and you're retired and you don't have anything else to do, um, taking the time to just let someone else help you with that can be a real boost to helping you make progress in your tech graveyard. Absolutely. I, I, one thing, too, that I, I kind of want to uh, bring up, and, and this is somewhat related, I, I have way too many T-shirts at my house. There's way too many. I'm a guy. <laughs> so many of them. And then I always think, all right, I'm going to sort these out, and I can maybe knock out, like, I can get rid of, like, two or three drawers of these things. I'm not wearing T-shirts all the time. I'm, a, I'm an adult that goes to a job that requires that you have a collar on, right? But then I get to <laughs> looking at it, and I'm like, oh, but this Detroit Tigers T-shirt means a lot to me, even though I've only been in the Detroit <laughs> airport. Uh, and then it ends up back in the drawer. And I'm sure the same thing happens to people, you know, when they're doing their tech thing, you're like, ah, oh, but this phone is, is when I met Susie and uh, uh, we texted on it all night and, and it, it was by my side. And, and how can, how, is there some kind of system that you can put in place to be like, nope, that thing just doesn't make this cut. <laughs> 
So it's funny you mentioned that. I literally helped my husband sort his T-shirts last week. And we discovered <laughs> there were 80 of them, 80 T-shirts. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably about where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he found three. I was so proud of him because that was more than we've ever been able to sort through before. So, you know, baby steps are, are a good start, place to start. There you go. <laughs> um, but for technology, I think uh, one of the things that's really helped me um, when I was starting to sort, and mind you, I'm not, I, I sound like I'm an organized person right now, but trust me, I have a fairly cluttered house at times and go in these waves of clean it all and then it builds back up. But uh, my, my brother has um, been a big encouragement to me. And when I try to sort, he usually winds up hanging around the house and he follows me around saying, really, Amy, do you really need that? And uh, <laughs> at the time, I might want to uh, to give him a shove, but um, later his voice gets stuck in my head. And when I'm sorting on my own, I hear his voice. And so in the book, I call this the really rule. Like, just imagine that sibling or that friend or parent in your head saying, really? <laughs> do you really, really need it? And it's just that gut check. It's the accountability to help you um, have to answer that question that makes you be able to move beyond to the next step. So that's that's my best advice on that one. Fantastic. So now we've got our piles. We've got the the need, the things that we need, and the things that we can we can donate or recycle or what have you. What's the right. next step after that? We go to our needed pile. What do we do with it then? Okay. So the things that you need. What I like to do is to separate out uh, gadgets from cords, from um, devices that you need for another purpose. So hmm. um, when I go to the cords, I like to, you know, bundle them up so you can kind of straighten them out and see what's what. Um, I would try to limit myself to a reasonable number of cords, though. Like, it becomes really apparent if you have 15 Ethernet cords, you probably only need one. A lot of people don't use Ethernet anymore. So just hang sure. on to that for that, that just-in-case moment if you really feel like you need it. Um, and the other 14 can go. Uh, but until you've taken the time to sort through them, you may not realize quite how many redundancies you have. So my first step for the needed pile, eliminate the redundancies. And the next step would be going through the gadgets is figuring out exactly when you plan to use those. So if you're hanging on to something, I'm going to use this for this specific project, go ahead and schedule it in on the calendar so that you actually take an intention into an action because otherwise, hmm it might be another 10 years before you look at it again. Um, and what's happening is you're going through the system and you're creating a, a place to recycle your stuff. You're finding a place to sell things. You're organizing. And what you're doing is creating a routine that will hopefully become something that will be part of your life for the next 10, 20 years. As technology continues to come into our lives, as it will, um, you'll have a system and you'll be 10 steps ahead of those who never, never sorted, never thought through this process. Interesting. Yeah. So after that, uh, you, you've got all this stuff. You figure out, you know, what you need. You've gotten rid of the redundancies. You know, okay, I'm going to need this then and this and this. Then what? How do, how do you put it into some sort of uh, manageable system, organizing system? Awesome. So uh, another key point that might be um, assumed but is not obvious for a lot of people is to put all of your gadgets, wires, and gizmos in the same room together. So um, right now what I've got, I've got one drawer in the living room, one drawer in my dining room. I've got one drawer upstairs by the kids' bedrooms. Um, so when I want to find something, it becomes this treasure hunt to go locate what I'm looking for. Sure. So my first step is put everything in the same spot together so that you can find it. 
Um, and I actually recommend as you're organizing to put things into smaller boxes because we all know that things expand to fill the space that you give them. So oh, yes. if you have a giant box, you will find things to fill it, I guarantee. But if you are using one small box for the wires, uh, it really forces you to pare down to just what you need and what will fit in that box. And the same thing for gadgets, the same thing for, say, videos or DVDs that you want to hang on to and you don't know what to do with quite yet. So um, small containers. And then the last step I like to do for the wires and the gadgets that I have out and about in my environment, I like to bundle the cords together so that they look clean and tidy. Um, maybe use a little Velcro strap to tie the cords away so that they don't wrap up in your feet. And then um, make sure that everything fits within the ethos of your home, meaning if you've got a laptop on your desk, make sure that everything else kind of feels in balance with your, with your laptop. Build around it so it's part of the decor for your room, for uh, the space for your house, and um, makes it feel like something that you are not just living with, but it's a part of your life. Sure. Um, and then the last step would just be to step back and enjoy, um, to really appreciate the fact that you did a lot of work, and hopefully you won't have to do it again anytime soon. You'll have a system set up, and you're ready to go for the rest of the year. Fantastic stuff right there, and I really like that part about expanding to fill the space. That that That's probably my biggest problem. <laughs> that's probably why I can't get rid of the T-shirts, because as soon as I get rid of five, I'm like, well, then I've got space for five more, and then... <laughs> and I'm not going to wear any of them. Uh, but the, fantastic stuff. A couple things I do want to mention. The book is coming out. You've got all kinds of stuff uh, in that book. If folks want more information in the meantime or when the book comes out, when they can buy it, where's a good place for them to go? So visit amyblankson.com, which is Amy, A-M-Y-B-L-A-N-K-S-O-N dot com and you can get all the information you need about my book and about um, the freebies and giveaways that will be coming in advance of the launch on April 11th so make sure to check back there Excellent. We'll be looking forward to that. We'll be looking forward to your comments and uh, columns in uh, future uh, editions of Live Happy Magazine. And uh, I imagine that we're going to probably talk to you a little bit more again. As soon as that book comes out, we'll we'll pour through it ourselves. And then I'm sure we're going to have a ton of questions. So if you can come back around that time, mark us on your calendar, put us in that organizational tool there. And we'd love to have you. We'd love to have you back. Wonderful. Thanks so much. If you would like to know more information, what Amy has to offer, you can read her latest column in the Spring Cleaning Edition, the February 2017 issue of Live Happy Magazine. You can, you can get it on newsstands or, as I like to do, you can get the digital edition. We would very much appreciate it. And if you are getting that digital edition and you go online, we would definitely appreciate you offering us some feedback. This podcast is really yours. We're really trying to help you out. So can you help us out a bit? Let us know what you liked about this podcast, maybe what you didn't like about this podcast, or maybe something you think you could add. You can find us on Twitter at LiveHappy, Facebook.com slash LiveHappy, or you can send us an email, podcast at LiveHappy.com. For Amy Blankson and everyone here at Live Happy Magazine and the Live Happy Now podcast, I'm J.R. Houston saying so long, and thank you for helping us to live happy.